gentlemen hello 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 and welcome to episode 11 ladies and gentlemen episode 11 of rise up just want to make sure we don't have any extra sound anywhere here uh where's oh i see where that's coming from okay we got it now uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to rise up episode 11 thank you so very much for being here it is an honor to be able to do this show i mean even more of an honor than it is 
to do Live from America. I really believe that uh, this is what God has prepared for me. Uh, We know that Jesus goes before you and prepares the way, not only for when you go back home to heaven, but also every single day you wake up. Got to remember, every day is a new day. Burn the ships, cut the ties, okay? Step into a new day. Get rid of the stuff from yesterday. Get rid of the negativity from yesterday. We're stepping into a new day. We're rising up. We're rising up with God's love. We're rising up with compassion and grace and mercy as a free gift through faith in Jesus Christ. We're here together. We're smiling. We have fellowship. We have a digital congregation here of real people. I am so very, very blessed to be able to do this show. And I must say that I have to thank Antonio Sabato Jr. for when he was here and built this 9 o'clock hour, this 9 a.m. hour, and got people used to knowing that there was something new on LFA TV at 9 a.m. Now, maybe Antonio will be able to come back someday. Uh, He's still part of the LFA family as far as I'm concerned, but we needed a spot filled, and I was getting ready to do this show anyway, and I said, you know what? I didn't want to do this show every day, but God wanted me to do this show every day. God wanted me to do this show every day. So ladies and gentlemen, lo and behold, here we are. Rise up. I'm here. I hope you've got your rise up coffee, ladies and gentlemen. We got two different kinds for you light and medium roast lovers and you dark roast lovers. Gourmet coffee. We've got the Sumatra Gold and the American Pecan. Um, Been wanting to get this coffee out for some time. As you know, I am a coffee aficionado. Love coffee from all around the world. All different roasts. Doesn't matter as long as it's full rich coffee. So I've been wanting to do that for a year. We've been working on that. And I said, hey, why not couple it with the Rise Up show? And we'll be doing coffee clubs and everything else, ladies and gentlemen, as we come into 2023. But this show is needed. And maybe, actually, no, definitely more important than LFA, than Live from America. Not to say that that show is not important. And it is for so many reasons. But your salvation in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is far more important. Amen? Um, Sexy Bean says, my birthday is tomorrow, back on the road. Well, what is your real name? Let's sing happy birthday to you before tomorrow because we won't be here tomorrow. James says, Yahweh is so good. This show is such a blessing. Garko says, waiting for decaf. Yeah, it might be a while before we get decaf. But we definitely are working on that, okay? Miranda Dolan is here. She's be, she said, be right back. Making coffee. Don't have the Rise Up coffee yet, but drinking my field of greens and house coffee now. Well, SAS64, at least you're putting something good in your body. God bless you very much. Annette says, I'm waiting a week now for my coffee. I'm so sorry. We'll get it to you as soon as possible if you already ordered it. We, uh, we ship out every single day here. Yes, I just realized God sent me this show at 9 a.m., and that's exactly what I needed, says Raphael Bubo. Now, I believe it's Raphael's first time here. So, Raphael, thank you and welcome. And I'll ask all of you, don't just share this to one place. Oh, I shared it to Facebook. This is very different. This is a non-political show that you need to share around the world. This is your duty and responsibility to share the gospel. And we're here today. And we're here today to do that. So, 
Let's uh, let's go to Lord in prayer right now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for this show, for this podcast, for all of you. And I also ask if you could please uh, keep um, Holly from RMA, keep her husband in your prayers. We'll, we'll pray for Holly's family. And please pray for my family, ladies and gentlemen. My five-year-old daughter's in the hospital yet again. I feel so bad for her. She didn't take the shot or anything like that. But that girl's immune system is about as weak as... Hillary Clinton's integrity and uh, my five-year-old is in the hospital again as we speak ladies and gentlemen so please pray for her pray pray for my wife as we go into this holiday season we've got more sickness um and uh you know we're doing the best we can so anyway she's kind of got uh you know she had problems at birth and she's kind of got a weak immune system as it is so you know we're always constantly dealing with something uh with her and it's not uh, it's not an annoyance. It's more of a, I just feel so bad for her. I wish she never had to be sick and she's sick like every other week. So please pray for her and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Now I can remove these headphones now that I don't need them anymore. And, uh, let's remove our hats and let's, uh, go to the Lord, uh, Lord and heavenly father, Lord, we thank you so very much for this time together. Every morning, we give you thanksgiving and worship for the ability to be able to have a congregation where we can come together and we can give each other our um, lean on each other and ask for prayers from one another to you, Lord, because uh, only you, Lord, can bring he- uh, healing and restoration. Only you can bring joy and, and mercy and compassion, Lord. So we pray to you today for that, for all of the LFA family members who might need prayers today for sickness, for, uh, for restoration, Lord, and to just help their minds. We live in such an evil and dark time that negativity is such a, a cancer, and it's a contagious cancer, Lord. And we pray for positive outlooks. We pray for seeing the glass half empty rather than uh, half full rather than half empty, Lord. We pray for uh, understanding that your will is the will that is done and that we have to trust in you, Lord. So we pray for trust and we pray for understanding. Lord, we ask that you may bring healing and restoration to Holly's home and her family. We ask that you bring healing and restoration to the Harold family and to everybody else out there who's experiencing uh, downtimes, especially during the birth of the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. We pray that, uh, that uh, y- you fill us with joy during this holiday season so that we may bring joy to others. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremy, my birthday is tomorrow. Carol Morris, prayers for your daughter. Well, how about this? How about we sing happy birthday to Carol and Sexy Bean, right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carol and Sexy Bean. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to both of you. Thank you very much. And still prayers for my mom, too, from Amanda Collins. Thank you so very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a, uh, a lot of changes coming in 2023. And one of those changes, I want to start giving you a heads up now, will be that I will not be doing any more Friday 5 p.m. shows, especially now that we added in the Rise Up show. Right now, if you keep the Friday 5 p.m. show in the mix, yours truly is doing 15 shows a week. That's 15 hours a week just in shows. And each show takes about three hours to accomplish. So just in doing uh, the shows themselves, that does not include research, that does not include 
uh, meetings and talking with people and other reporters and journalists and setting things up for the future and this, that, and the other. Just in shows, uh, we're spending 45 hours a week just to pull these shows off. So what's happening is, is I am losing very, very uh, precious time, especially on the weekends with my kids. And the weekends I try to keep with for my kids and my family. But having a Friday night uh, free will allow me to spend that much more time leading into the weekend. And it will really allow me to go to their, their games, their, their um, soccer games, their basketball games, uh, and everything else. So I know that some people are not going to accept that. And there will be some donors, monthly donors, who say, I don't donate to just have 14 shows a week. I want 15. And they will leave which means that we're going to have to rely heavily on other donors to uh, come in for the first time or sponsors. Trust me, this will happen. I've been doing this long enough now to understand my, uh, my LFA family, and some people will just not put up with it. They just won't. So uh, just pray for that. Pray for my family. But uh, the good thing about LFA TV is I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do that many shows for the rest of my life. And one of the reasons that we started LFA TV with all these other hosts was so that you did not have a lack of, of news so that you got your real news still, even if it wasn't from me. And I think by now, most of you have come to know and respect and trust Mike Crispy, Sean Farish, Kevin Smith, Anna Perez, Eli, Frankie, to bring you the real news. So even though there won't be a five o'clock PM show, um, I want you to know that now that we're adding Isabella uh, Moody to the mix, and moving Anna Perez to 3 p.m., your day will look something like this. Rise up at 9, loud majority at 10, live from America at 11, Mike Crispy at 12, then we'll have a break, and then we'll have and then uh, a two-hour break after Mike Crispy's show is over, and then when that show is, uh, when after that two-hour break, Anna Perez, she's, be, she's moving to 3 p.m. Eastern time, so she'll come on to give you a 3 p.m. show, and then Isabella Moody will come on, and she will also give you a 4 p.m. show. So you will never, ever, ever be without your news, and it'll also allow me to spend the much-needed time with my family. So uh, we've got all that coming. We're also going to be covering uh, more things. We're going to be covering more events, Trump rallies, conservative events, uh, so many different things, ladies and gentlemen. And we're also going to be getting into the MMA coverage as well. Uh, I'm a big uh, fan of the sport of MMA, and we're going to be working with the UFL to cover all of their major fights. So that's it for all those out there who love the sport of MMA. You'll be able to see that. So we're, we're brought, we are broadening our horizons, and so many people are, are, de- are donating their time and efforts to build this because I can't pay them a salary. I can barely afford to pay myself and Eli a salary based on the donation. So I just wanted to kind of give you a quick, quick wrap-up update of what is to come with LFA TV. And uh, I really believe, though, that the addition of Rise Up is one of the most incredible things that we could have done. And this right here will bring more good to the world than a uh, continuing a 5 p.m. show. Okay. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I love you so very much. God bless you. Let's get right into it. Uh, And I might be checking my phone periodically because my daughter is in the hospital right now. Um, she's, my, my wife is sending me updates. So let's get right to it. Okay. 
Um, Miss Mocha Power says, I love Rise Up and love LFA. We'll continue to support you and your team and your family. Thank you so very much. You have no idea how much that means to me because I know I'm going to get some serious backlash for doing this. Kong, $10. God bless you. Kong, another $10. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Jeremy, we moved across the states for family this time of year. People will understand. Well, thank you, Will. I hope they do. I know some won't. Trust me. Trust me. I hate that I have to leave and miss this show. See you all in an hour and a half or so. Okay, Victoria, we love you and God bless. And by the way, the title of the show is not directed at you. I saw you ask that question. Okay? All right, please share this video. Grab the link. Share it out. We need over 1,000 people watching in this show today. All right? And uh, we also need 500 rumbles. That is our goal for this show today. Here we go. I titled today's show and today's verse of the day, Curing the Cancer of Negativity. Folks, the negativity, even right here within our own LFA family, has gotten so big that it's starting to burst at the seams. And we need to stop it right now. And we need to help each other stop it. And it doesn't only come from everybody that's watching the show. It comes from me sometimes as well. Okay? In for a penny, in for a pound, says Chris. God bless, man. God bless. Good morning, Kristen Rod. Good morning, Mustache. All right, we're going to get right to this. And this is uh, from One Minute Prayer for Dads. This is how we start our day out every single day. If you're new to the show, this is our very first um, book that we start with, One Minute Prayer for Dads. And it's also very relevant for moms, too. 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4 says this. And it's titled, When Life Hurts. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are also in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Tim says, I'm guilty and I apologize for my negativity. It's okay. It's okay. I'm guilty of it too. But uh, Peggy, God bless you. She says she's just joining. I'm going to read this again one more time. All right. Um, It's okay, Bordeaux jewelry. Don't worry about that. That's why we have the sponsors to help out. I want to read this again for the people that are just coming in because I think we have a tendency to listen to scripture or to read scripture and not understand line by line. Even when we say blessed is the Lord or blessed is the God who made the Lord, that right there holds, you have to really understand what that means. And I don't think think many Christians really break it down word for word. So I want to do that again right now. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions, so that we may be able to comfort those who are also in any affliction with the comfort in which we ourselves are comforted by God. What that is saying is, if you are a child of God and you fully believe in the, fully, in the health and the restoration of Jesus Christ and the, re- and, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and you understand that going to God is probably the best thing that you can do over any medicine, over any kind of uh, works or anything, then you must understand that you go, to comfort, you go to God for the comfort that you seek, for the peace that you seek. And God's saying, if you do come to me for that comfort and you get it, then take that and do the same thing for others. Give them comfort. 
Again, folks, the negativity that we see every day in the comment threads, on social media, in, in, in just everyday society, it's just negative. I dare you. I challenge you. Go to Walmart and just stand by the checkout. Just stand. And then stand there for a little bit and then walk down about 15 feet to another group of checkouts and just stand there. Go to the grocery store. Just stand there and listen. Pretend like you're shopping or something, but really just listen. Ladies and gentlemen, the amount of negativity out there is bad. And negativity is worse than cancer because it affects more people because it's contagious and it can destroy your whole life. It's all about outlook. Remember, before we get to the rest of this prayer, I want to I show you something real quick. We'll use, we'll use the shameless plug of the coffee. I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to do, okay? Some of you have not seen this. Some of you have. Here is a bag of coffee, okay? Here's a bag of coffee. On this side of it, you see something, and on this side of it, I see something. So I'm going to ask you, what do you see right now? And I've done this before. Some people have never seen this. What do you see? I want you to see what you vis- tell me what you visually see on this bag of coffee that I'm showing you right now. You're going to say, well, I visually see a bag of coffee. I visually see American flag. I visually see a cross and I visually see some writing. And I'm going to say, awesome. Awesome. I don't see that. What I see is a man on a horse. What I see is the writing that says rise up. What I see is a horse in a field. You and I are seeing very different things. That's what I see. However, we're looking at the same bag of coffee. And the point of that little, you know, illustration there and and scenario there is to say that we can look at the same thing, but we see very, what we are interpreting from what we see, two very different things. And all I do and all I'm trying to get everybody else to do and understand is that it's all about perspective. You might see a tragedy. I might see a blessing. You might see something negative. I see something positive. And I'm not saying me every time. I'm also guilty of the other side. But that's what it's all about. It's about changing perspective. It's about changing the way you interpret things. Like I said before, instead of I got to go to work, I get to go to work. I've got to go to the hospital. I get to go to the hospital. And Ray, we're sending out your check for your heat today, by the way. Just so you know, I just saw Ray Friesen in the building. Okay? Two sides of the same coin. Look at things differently. Get the negativity out. Because negativity begets more negativity. And sooner or later, you are in such a dark, deep hole. You can't get out. You just can't. It takes 10 seconds to dig a hole that it takes 10 years to get out of. It's that simple. Every day, every dad goes through some pain. So every, so does every child. Your, kid, your kids have days when they want to stay in bed and pull the covers over their head. Dad, learn to notice the signs when your children are hurting. Know when to give them space to work through their pain alone. And also know when to intervene and comfort them in their affliction. God will guide you. And here's the prayer. Lord, you are the God who comforts me in my affliction with the goal that I then comfort others. 
Sometimes it's my kids who need the comfort. Help me remember what it was like when I was their age and my pet hamster died or my best friend moved to another state or when I felt that I was an outsider with other kids. When my kids hurt, I pray. You'll give me the right words to ease their pain and I pray that I'll be a great comforter to my children when they need a strong builder to lean on. Ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus was here, Jesus was not here as a judge. Jesus was here as a comforter. Jesus was here as somebody who brought love and compassion. Jesus was here as a teacher. But when Jesus comes back, he'll be coming back as Jesus the judge. But that's his job, not ours. Ours is to comfort. Ours is to guide. Ours is to let people lean their, their crying head on our shoulders, no matter what the problem. And here's another thing, ladies and gentlemen. Stop trying to solve everybody's problems. When you try to solve everybody's problems, the only thing that they see is somebody be, who has it better than them. And it's, it's a turnoff to them. You're not there to solve their problems. You're there to open your arms like Jesus was and hug them. You're there to comfort them. You're there to offer suggestions if need be, but to comfort and love, not to solve their problems. I used to do that. Before I met Sabrina, I got around. We'll just say that. And I got around because I was so insecure about myself that I needed to save other people's lives to feel better about myself. So I used to go around and I used to date people who were like the worst people in the world, like they had the worst problems they could ever have. So I could save them. But really, I myself wasn't saved and there was no way I could even save myself. So how am I going to save somebody else? It was one of the worst things I could have ever done. I never, ever realized that until I met Sabrina and until we found God. Lean on me when you're not strong, says Bad Moon. Amen. I need the Lord's help every day. Can we pop up? Let's, let's, um, let's pop up the Rumble Chat. Let's bring all of the, uh, let's bring the LFA family members all together. And now I know you guys that are watching on Rumble can see the chat, obviously. But the people that are watching on Roku and Firestick, they can't see the chat. So let's bring that up for them. Here we go. This is what the LFA family is saying. Heather, it took me two years to receive my disability, but please keep trying. I can't even solve my own problems, says Annette. Me, neither can I. We need the Lord daily, says Lexus. Amen. We all saved you, Jeremy, and we saved each other. Well, God saved us, but we were all here together to help. Exactly. Exactly. If we all knew the struggles of each other, we would not feel sorry for ourselves. Amen. It's amazing how this show seems to speak directly to me. Says BC Lean PW. Well, that's the Bible speaking directly to you. He's just using me to do it. No money bag on my iPad through my browser. I'm sorry to hear that, Diana. Are you, are you logged in? Are you logged in? I'm a billboard for God, says Bad Moon. God is working in our favor because of he, we are all here together. Regrets can be heavy, says Peggy. Amen. Amen. And if you don't like God, you won't like me, says Bad Moon. God bless. I love making you guys a part of this show. I really do. F. Graves says, Jeremy, you've helped me get closer to God and Jesus. That's the ultimate goal. 
Like I like LFA is great. I can help you understand how to politically get involved and do something different. But if I can help bring anybody to God, it brings me closer to God. And I don't do it for that reason. It just happens by default. Michelle Brasco says, you keep looking for the second coming. Prepare for the rapture instead. I don't have to prepare for the rapture because I won't be part of it. it I get what you're saying. 100%. 100%. Non-believers definitely need to prepare for the rapture. Believers and children of God, we're going to be part of something great, not part of something bad. Jeremy, thank you for the show. We watch while eating breakfast. Well, that's awesome. That is great that you do that. I've never got this live because we are an hour different. Yay, Pastor Jeremy live. Hello, Karen Ma from Louisiana. Well, I don't consider myself that in any way, shape, or form, uh, but I'm, I'm glad to do what I've got, what, what I'm doing. And Rosebud asks, if you'll please pray for her. She has her breast MRI today. She's very scared. Fear not. Even if you get news that you don't want, fear not. Keep praying. We'll pray for you, okay? All right? I know it feels scary. I know it feels scary. But think about how Jesus felt when he was carrying that cross, getting ready to go get hammered to it. You know what I mean? All right, let's get into the next book here. This is the 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. This is called Heaven. This is a new book that we added into the mix uh, because I wanted to, I, I retired two other books. Okay. So heavenly country. How many of you want to, how many of you want to own property in heavenly country? I'm going to tell you what the most expensive, but yet cheapest land in the world is in heaven. It's priceless, but it's free. And if you want to own land in heaven, it's very easy to do so. Just give your life to the Lord today. That's it. And it's nothing about giving your body and soul over to being brainwashed. You are literally cutting off the chains of your own slavery. And you're getting land in the process. It's amazing. Let's read it from Philippians 3.20. It says, our citizenship is in heaven. We are legal citizens of heaven. During high school, my closest friend and I took a pair of horses out for an afternoon ride. We slowly roamed through fields of wildflowers and wooded groves. But when we, know, when we nosed the horses in the direction of the barn, they took off toward home like twin rockets. Our equine friends knew it was time for dinner and a good brushing, and they could hardly wait. As Christians, our citizenship is in heaven, Philippians 3.20. Yet sometimes our desires tether us to the here and now. We enjoy God's good gifts, but at the same time, the Bible challenges us to focus on things above, from Colossians 3.2. Things above may include the unseen benefits of heaven, God's enduring presence, unending rest, and everlasting inheritance, 1 Peter 1-4. And the stronger the faith is, the stronger or the more fervent the desire. Several Old Testament believers who are mentioned in Hebrews 11 had, strong, had a strong faith in God that enabled them to embrace his promises before receiving them. One such promise was heaven. If we put our faith in God through Christ, he will give us a desire for that better country, a heavenly one which will help us loosen our grip on things on the things of this world. 
And Rick Warren is quoted saying, you will not be in heaven two seconds before you cry out. Why did I place so much importance on things that were so temporary? Why did I place importance on things that were so temporary? And I know this is a lot easier said than done. I do. Trust me. I've I've been there and I'm going through it every day. I know that what I'm saying, oh, Jeremy, I hear that in church all the time. Doesn't mean it works. Jeremy, I see people saying this all the time. I think it's like hypnotism. I think it's just all in their heads and they just want to believe better so they get better things. Okay, well, if that's the case, I hear people say that all the time. People are just believing that Jesus is real. So they're believing in positivity and everything. And that's why good things are happening to them. Jesus isn't making it happen to them. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And for you to even admit that the power of belief is real lets me know that on your heart, God wrote a conscience that you know that he is real as well. Oh, that's just people just believing good things are going to happen to them. So they look for the good in everything. Exactly. Exactly. Because good things are not always going to happen to you. If you look at what, if you look at the definition of good here on earth, but if you look at the definition of good through Christ, there is good in everything. I just lost my election that I was doing in the midterms. I lost my election by one percentage point. Do you think that I was upset in any way? No way. I wasn't even, I wasn't even discouraged for one second. Ask Eli, ask Sabrina, they'll tell you. I put a smile on my face immediately. And I said, wow, I got an opportunity to take my kids with me on foot, door to door in the field, knocking on the door. And showing the ch- my children the process of voting, showing them the greatness of our republic. I got to debate on TV. And I got to, on TV, be the only Republican that stood up for the murdering of babies. The other Republican stood up for it in a way, well, while I personally believe that, New Hampshire's come to an agreement where, 20, where 24 weeks is okay to kill a baby. Really? I was the only Republican that looked at the TV screen and said, I'm not okay with abortion at any time, and I will never back legislation that gives more, more access to abortion. I will always back legislation that prevents abortion. I got to do that. Imagine how many Christians were watching that in my area. Jeremy, would it be possible to list the verses being used in your listing so we can read them along with you? Uh, I don't have time to do that before a show, but you can always go back after a show and grab the verses and keep a pen with you and write them down as I say them. That way you can go yourself and spend time with the Lord by yourself. I think that would be the best way. Jeremy, if you would have won, you wouldn't be able to do this show. Possibly. 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 I never have a bad outlook on anything. Not anymore. The only thing I do have is a quick temper that I've got to that I've got to work on. But I literally look at everything in a pot. I, I go, OK, what's good out of that? Because the Lord says there's there's a good lesson in everything. A good lesson in everything. Jeremy, please pray for my son and his wife uh, that they come back to the Lord. He and his wife are going with me to church for the first time in four years. There you go. We will pray for that. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Garko says, rather have peace in the presence of Jesus than chaos of this world. And you're going to have one or the other. Those are your choices. You either have peace in Jesus or you have chaos in the world. One of the two. 
It's that simple. I mean, life isn't really that hard to figure out. And it's not even hard to figure out why we're here. It's four-letter word. It's called love. It's a four-letter word, and it's called love. One year with Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. That's the next book, okay? W. Wilson says, Jeremy trusts God's plan. He knows it's all on his time. Exactly. I would love to save the world like Trump wants to. I'd love to save our elections like Trump wants to. But it's a fight towards it every day. And I got to tell you, for the last two years, I've seen far more positivity come from what we've been doing on the battlefield, spiritually and politically, than I've ever seen in any other time. Other people don't see that. We keep losing. No, we don't. No, we don't. Not even a little bit. One year in the Gospels with Jesus. Let's get into this. December 16th, year of our Lord, 2022. The Father's plan. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you that I do not plan this show out. The only thing that I do is do a newsletter in the morning. Everything that we read from that moment on is God just giving us a message. I don't plan it out to try to coincide the daily message. This is how God works through me. And I'm amazed by it every day. I'm shocked and amazed just as much as you are. Here we are talking about God's plan. And I got to tell you, look at that right there. I don't know if you could see it or not. Right there. See it? This, is the, this, this should prove to you that God exists. The Father's plan, ladies and gentlemen. Luke 24, 21. Luke 24, 21. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, to, today is the third day since these things were done. When the right time came, God sent forth his son from heaven in his preexistent state into the world. He was born of a woman, virgin birth, and was made subject to the requirements of the law. Jesus was sent at a specific time in, in, in our history. The entrance of Jesus into this physical realm was not a random thing occurring at a haphazard time. Haphazard time. There were developments that had to take place before Christ could come to earth and redeem man. I want to stop right there. I want to stop right there. If certain things had to happen that were atrocious, bad, evil, and where people saw no hope, in order for Jesus to come here, then don't you think that the bad things that we see every day on this earth and politically in the, in the realm that we live in here in LFA TV, don't you think that Donald Trump had to have the election stolen from him in order for us to build a cancel culture free world to come back and get rid of the evil companies that exist that have been literally, um, uh, raining down evil on us every single day for the last how many decades? Don't you think it had to be done in order to get to where we are now? Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Think about it. If bad things had to happen for Jesus to come, then why did bad things not have to happen in order for us to truly make America great again? Okay? Had Donald J. Trump not had the series of events not played out. We may not even have seen the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And the overturning of Roe v. Wade means that we made America godly again. And we could not make America great again until we made America godly again. Think about it. I had to stop right there. 
Jay Button, you're welcome for the email last night. My daughter and I worked into the midnight hours trying to email everybody back. This job does not start and stop in the morning at night, folks. The job that God has given me and the job that I do for you here on LFA TV every single day of the week, that job is constant. I never get a break. And my family has seen this as something that God wants us all to do. So God bless my family for understanding that I don't have to do it alone. I don't have to do it alone. The father sent his son on this earth at the earliest time possible. Any time prior to the time Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary would have been premature. Please play the last five minutes for everybody in your family and all your friends who doubt everything. Please do that for me. His purpose for coming into this world was twofold. First, he came to redeem them that were under the law. He did this by perfectly keeping the law, fulfilling it, and paying its curse. Thus, Christ delivered us from the entire system of the law. The Greek word for redeem means to buy out of the slave market. Did Jesus not buy you out of the slave market? Folks, we have 900 people watching, but we only have 260 rumbles. That doesn't make sense to me at all. And that means that a majority of us here watching have not liked this video. Please do me the ever so humble favor of liking this video right now. And let's even out the views with how many people actually like the video. And if you've done all that, please share to your telegrams, your gabs, your getters, your Twitters, your Facebooks, anything that you can share the show out to, okay? Trust me, this show is far more important than Live from America. Second, God gave us Christ who gave us the status of sonship with all of its privileges. Not only were we redeemed by the bond, or from the bondage of the law, but we were redeemed into sonship. S-O-N, ship. Many people stop short of only realizing what they were delivered from, not what they inherit. Oof. Sure, we need to rejoice that we are redeemed, but we also need to move on and realize the full benefits of our inheritance. God created us for himself, but we sold ourselves into slavery to the devil. God bought us back through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. No amount of effort, human works, or man's own righteousness could bring the divine favor that we needed. It was the actual life of God that purchased our redemption. Holy moly, macaroni. Folks, I'm reading this in real time. That right there just blew my mind. That right there just blew my mind. We sold our souls to the devil into slavery so that we could get the pleasures of the flesh. God made himself born in the flesh and died to buy you back and break those chains that you have loved to live in your whole life. Again, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest tricks of the devil is to make a non-believer think that when they go to Christ, that they are going to be living in some kind of bondage, that they are going to be living in some kind of slavery, that they have to change who they are at heart, that they have to become somebody that they don't want to be, and they have to walk this rigid line. And if you don't, then you will burn forever in hell. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. I am telling you, look in my eyes. Look at the passion that is coming from my heart right now. I know that feeling. I do. 
I know that feeling all too well. It kept me from Christ for decades. Don't make the same mistake. I'm literally tearing up because I know what it feels like to struggle with that. Let's pop on the rumble trap while I clear up my eyes here, okay? Selling your soul to the government for security is the same thing, says Bad Moon. Pleasures for the season, Rosebud says, but the end thereof is death. Amanda Collins says, hallelujah. Tim says, amen, brother. Bad Moon says, thou shalt not fear. JL Jazz says, our blood covenant with Jesus is why our bondage has been broken. These people kept the truth from all of us. Yes, they did, Amanda. And they lied to us and made us believe something different for centuries. Miranda Dolan, love you, Jeremy. I love you too, Miranda. Amen. I love you too. Bad Moon, amen. God is showing us all the light and the way. I almost would say this, but I know Patriot Donnie, if he was in here, he'd send me a message right away and say, don't do that. But I do apologize when I get that passionate. Not because I'm sorry I did it, because I know that some people take it the wrong way. You have to understand my passion is not anger. My passion is not anger. When you see me passionate, it's not out of anger. You can feel like you are not good enough to belong to Christ. Yes, you can. And that is Satan. Satan does that. Satan does that. He makes you feel that way. Your view on the rapture is wrong. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate that. God is the answer, Marilyn says. Rapture is a good thing. Thanks for all you do, Jeremy. Yeah, the rapture is a good thing. All of it is a good thing. Even the bad things are good things. I'm talking about what people say about the rapture, what they think about it is wrong. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the rapture isn't real, people. And I'm not saying that my views on it are wrong or right. What I'm saying is the world's view on it is wrong. The world's view on it is a bad thing. That's what I'm saying. I think we're just getting mixed up. I think we're two trains crossing in the night. Jeremy, you brought tears to my eyes. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I, did, I didn't mean to do that. It's called discernment. All right, let's move on. I'm going to read from Jesus Listens, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Listens. Dear Jesus, I come to you with my gaping neediness, asking you to fill me with the light of your love. I realize that a hearty, excuse me, I realize that a heart yielded to you doesn't whine or rebel When the going gets tough, I got to stop right there. F. Graves says, how come the rapture is not in the Catholic Bible? I think there's a lot of things that aren't. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, oh, my Lanta. Look at this. Tresno just donated $500. Said, Merry Christmas, Jeremy, Eli, Sam, and Linda Majaya. Sam and Linda Majaya are responsible for the next book that I'm about to read you guys. And I want to say thank you so very much, Sam and Linda. You guys are a blessing. I love you so very much. Thank you so very much. $500 will help us and help this company so very much. 
especially with all the people that are going to stop donating when they find out that we're not doing Friday nights anymore. <laughs> oh, anyway, I want to stop that right there. I realize that a heart yielded to you doesn't whine or rebel when the going gets tough. How many times do we see people whining and rebelling when the going gets tough? When we hear a little bit of bad news about an election or something like that in our comment section. We've got, we've got to stop that. We've got to stop that negativity and we've got to stop it dead in its tracks, folks. Dead in its tracks. All right, I got to move on here. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I long to walk peacefully with you through this day, yet I am distracted by wondering if I can cope with all that's expected of me. Somebody just said, who was it that just said, sometimes you don't think you're enough for Jesus? My natural tendency is to mentally rehearse how I will do this or how I'll do that. Help me instead to keep my mind on your presence and taking it step by step. The more demanding my day, the more I need to depend on your strength. Teach me to view my neediness as a blessing. Believing that you designed me for deep dependence on you. Challenging times wake me up and amplify my awareness of my inadequacy. When I don't know what to do next, I will wait for you to open the way before me. I want to be ready to follow your lead, trusting that you know what you're doing. I rejoice in your promise to give me strength and bless me with peace. And bless me with peace. There's a will, there's a way. I love this entire family. There are days I don't know what I would do without this fellowship, says Don. You and I feel the same exact way. The word rapture is not found in any Bible, but Thessalonians says there will be a caught up. That's what the rapture means. Amen, Rosebud. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I don't spend so much time talking about the exact word. Why do Christians spend so much time talking about the end times? They forget about these times. A little bit of bad news about the election. Our country was attacked. Exactly, Jasmine. And here's the other thing, too. A lot of Christians want me to talk about those times where people are going to be sent to hell. And those people are going to burn and for eternity for not turning to Jesus. That, to me, to me, is the wrong way to bring somebody to Christ. And I can only tell you that out of my own experience. What, bought, what kept me from Christ for so long was the judgmental rhetoric coming from Christians saying, you're going to burn in hell. I don't think that's the right way to reach out to somebody to try to bring them to Christ. You bring that to them after the seed has been planted. Not to plant the seed. That's just my own opinion. You guys might think something different. I'm just telling you, based on how many people I've been able to help see the word of God in, 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 in a way that we should see it and have come back to God or gone to God for the first time. And it's not by telling them that they are doomed for fiery death and, and, and a forever of, of burning. I'm just telling you, it's not that it does not work the way you think it does. It might be the truth, but there's a way to break the truth to somebody without telling them they're going to die if they don't accept it. Or they're going to burn forever if they don't accept it. It doesn't work. Not the way you might think it does. Sass has got it right. You go to Christ for love, not for fear. Amen. Amen. Because if you don't get them to believe in Christ, they're never going to believe that they're going to burn in hell to begin with. I can't stand. You're going to burn. You're going to burn. You're going to burn. Okay, cool. How many people did you help bring to Christ today? Absolutely none. Huh? Wonder why. Wonder why. 
Now, I said Sam and Linda, Linda Majaya, I love them so much because they're responsible for me having this book, and this book changed my life, ladies and gentlemen. Changed my life. Every, um, every day with Jesus. It's a heart issue. Again, from Luke. Luke 1, 34. Luke 1, 34. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? I love Luke. Luke is such a great, great book of the, of the Bible. Again, Luke 134. Contrast Mary's encounter with the angel to Zacharias' encounter just six months earlier. Gabriel told Zacharias he would have a son by a miraculous birth, and Zacharias asked him how a thing like that could be, since both he and his wife were beyond childbearing age. Zacharias' unbelief angered Gabriel, and he struck him dumb until the birth of his son. And you can find that in Luke 1, 18, 1, 18 through 20, okay? Mary asked a similar question, but Gabriel's response was much kinder. Since God is not a respecter of, uh, a res- since God is not a respecter of persons, we can assume that heart motivations beyond, behind their questions were different. Zacharias asked his question in unbelief, a statement of scorn rather than a true uh, inquiry. Mary asked her question to gain information, not because she did not believe what the angel Gabriel said. Amen? Hold on a minute. Jazzman, I clicked on this due to the rise up heading. I haven't seen Christians rise up. And to sit and talk, the rigged elections are a little thing. Give me a break. Huh. Rigged elections are a little thing. Give me a break. I'm not sure what you mean by that. But if you mean in the grand scheme of things, rigged elections are nothing. <laughs> they're just a blimp in t- a blip in time. They're temporary. Now, politically, they're everything. Spiritually, they're absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's why we don't talk about it here. We talk about the cultural and societal uh, aspect of it, but not the political aspect of it, ever. When God tells us something in his word by his spirit or even by his angelic messenger, there is nothing wrong with asking questions. Questioning, uh, Questioning God is not wrong if you have the right heart attitude. After all, if Mary had not asked Gabriel how his child was going to be conceived, how this child was going to be conceived, she might have assumed he would come through a natural union between Joseph and her. So ladies and gentlemen, it's all about questioning God is not wrong if you're questioning it with the right heart. It's that simple. Questioning God is not wrong if you're questioning it with the right attitude and from the heart, okay? All right, now we, uh, we're running a little low on time, so what I'm going to do right now is just go right to the verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, the verse of the day, titled the same thing as the show, Curing the Cancer of Negativity. Curing the Cancer of Negativity. And I've got two verses that, we're going to, that I want you to write down, and then we'll talk about them on the 11 o'clock show. The first one is Proverbs 17.14. Write this down, folks. Proverbs 17.14. And also Titus 3.10. Titus 3.10. Proverbs 17.14 and Titus 3.10. Proverbs says, The beginning of strife is like letting out water. So quit before the the quarrel breaks out. And Titus 3.10 says, As for a person who stirs up division 
after warning him once, then twice, having nothing more to do with him. Have nothing more to do with him. Think about that. That's what God wants you to think about negativity. Okay? Yes, if you want politics, catch the next four shows, ladies and gentlemen. The next four shows are about politics. This show is about faith and family and culture and society and how we are to act with that faith. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Rise Up episode 11 today. Next up is the beginning of our political shows here throughout the day. Loud Majority, followed up by my show Live from America, followed up by Mike Crispy's show Unafraid, followed up by Anna's show Wrong Think. Ladies and gentlemen, all the politics you could ever need. Please make sure you rumble every bit video like you've been doing. It helps us stay so far up on that leaderboard. And we thank you so so much. I will leave you today... The same way I started with a little king and country, burn the ships, cut the ties, step into a new day. God bless each and every one of you. Um, There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high. Loud majority is up next. God bless you. Peace. Send the flare into the night Say a prayer, turn the tide Dry your tears and wave goodbye Step into a new